You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Shallow Throat. And I'm the Lone Punman. And we have all the answers to all the questions. No, we have all the questions. And hopefully you have the answers and you will answer them on this, the ninth episode of the Double X Files. Oh, it's actually the 10th episode. The 10th episode of the Devil X Files. We can cut that, right? Mm, yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Okay. Um, hey, guys. Uh, we just watched episode, not 9, but 10, Fallen Angel. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And um, it, I was, my prediction for the first time was oh. actually completely <laughs> wrong. Yeah, that's true. Okay, this one was 100% wrong. Yeah, one, like I... I said... Um, a full hundo. Full hundo. Hundo and ten. Uh, I said that it was actually going to be legitimate angels, but it was not. It was um, uh, UFOs. Yeah, just more aliens. More aliens. Uh, so actually, Allison and or the lone pun men. Is that what we said? Yeah. Is that what we established? That is what we established. Okay, good. Uh, can you tell us what the Netflix description was? Yes. The Netflix description for season one, episode ten, Fallen Angel, is thus... The future of the X-Files project is jeopardized after Mulder secretly infiltrates the government cover-up of a UFO crash. And, like, I guess that's what happened. No, that's what happened. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, you were kind of like, you have a lot of... I I generally liked this episode because it was sweet UFO stuff. It was kind of creepy. I liked it. It It was solid for me. But you had some... Some questions. No, I think it mostly makes sense. I think as we're going through it, maybe I'll pull out some stuff where I'm like, what happened there? Okay. Okay. And I will not be able to answer it because I was half paying attention. Yeah. And half just stuffing popcorn in your face. (laughs) Yeah. We had a big bowl of popcorn, you guys. We sure did. It was delicious. And a coffee. So I'm wide awake. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. So we're ready to go. Um, So it's started with kind of an E.T. situation where you had a cop in the forest and there's balls of fire coming up from the forest. Yes. And you know something's up. And he knew something was up. It wasn't just Truckosaurus, the world's only truck-eating dinosaur. No, it certainly was not. No. Because he's at the Tacoma Dome. The Tacoma Dome. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The weirdest thing is, before I even moved to the Pacific Northwest, I knew about Tacoma (laughs) because of the Tacoma Dome. The Tacoma Dome. No, it wasn't Truckosaurus. It was something else. Uh, Something had crashed, and we established that by going to a very sophisticated radar room with a lots of plexiglass up. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a radar bleep. Um, and the air traffic control lady is like, oh, what is this floating around? And this army man who is our antagonist the whole Yes, thing, he's known as the colonel. The Chicken? Like, does he make chicken? N- no. The colonel. <laughs> From KFC. Okay, that's true. He would like Mulder to be Kentucky Fried. Oh, everyone else was Kentucky Fried in this one. Yeah, High five. (laughs) Now, audience, was that me slapping my own hand or (laughs) you don't know? (laughs) It's an X-File. It's an X-File. Yeah, so the colonel comes up to the traffic control lady and he's like, it's a meteor. That's it. That's all it is. And she's like, "Uh, but uh, it's floating around and hovering. No, it's a meteor. That's all it is. So, obviously, big conspiracy. Soup's conspiracy. And who comes hunting with every conspiracy? <laughs> Who's who, that in the forest in a leather jacket who, and a turtleneck? Who's that gallivanting around like he's a leopard on the prowl? <laughs> oh, no. It's Mulder. It's Mulder. He, uh, well... Before he, ha- does Mulder show up then or after the well, guy gets, like, vaporized? The guy gets vaped. 
Vape gets, life. He gets super vape. The uh, cop. So we go from the the colonel saying, calling it in like, we've got a fallen angel. Yeah. And that, hence the title. Uh, no Misha Collins. Sorry, guys. Uh, and he starts what he calls Operation Falcon, which is like hiding stuff, I guess. I don't know. And then the officer gets who is investigating the thing in the first place. Yeah, there's like a weird shaky cam. We're getting like alien vision as it comes through the forest towards him, and then it just vapes him straight up. Yeah, the aliens, uh, in case you didn't know, have fisheye lens vision. Yes, they do. And they are all predators. We can't see them because they're predators. They are predators, that is accurate. They were in predator mode. And when this alien comes towards the cop who's investigating, it goes straight for his crotch. Oh, yeah. And when we say vape him, we mean electrify the shit out of him. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we're there was a lot of this going on, so we're just gonna say vaping. Yeah. And and you can picture whatever you want. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much whatever. Um, um. So then we see Mulder in kind of it's like kind of a flashback sort of situation where he's thinking back on when he spoke to Deep Throat. Yes. Um. And Deep Throat's saying like, here's what's happening is in Wisconsin. They're saying it's a toxic spill, but it's not. So he says, you've got 24 hours to get in there before they clean the entire site out. Um, and so that establishes our ticking clock. Yes. you ha- He has to investigate. Adding a real sense of urgency. <laughs> That does not really fall. No, I guess not. I mean, they, they they try to get that urgency back with, like, Mulder going back to Washington, D.C., but I, no one really cares. Yeah, no. Um, so Mulder, we get Mulder flashing back to Deep Throat, but also, like, I would say he is gallivanting. I would say he is running, like, a full dummy. Yeah, through the forest. We giggled every time we saw him. Yeah, like we're like, oh, it's the grass grind, and he's like full out just leaping across from tree branch to tree branch. Pretty silly. He's howler monkeying it up, (laughs) and he comes to a laser fence, right? Yeah, he does. There's a laser fence. I was hoping he would go like full Catwoman and just slide through it. (laughs) Real sexy, like yeah, like take out his compact and like. Blow, blow all the powder. Oh, I, oh my god! What movie is that from? Well, I know it's a trope, but uh, the Avengers. Oh yeah, the yeah, Spy yeah. Avengers, not the Thor Avengers. Yeah, so that would be hilarious. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so he, how does he get in? He goes out full out Rambo, but how does he get into the well, like? He gets secret- in under the truck. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. He attaches himself to the bottom of a military truck. So he legitimately is full full Rambo at yeah. this point. Yeah, he is. He's like, I'm getting those nuns or whatever. <laughs> nuns? That's the last Rambo movie. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Did you know Rambo was was filmed, the original was filmed in Hope? I didn't know that. Outside Hope. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hope is Rambo town. <laughs> Do, that's, a, apparently it's a tourist thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. had no idea. Our friend Anne, uh, who answers all our questions, uh, she visited Hope. Yes. Yes. Recently. Because of Rambo. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So so Mulder went full Rambo. And then what does he do in the... Oh, I am drawing a blank. He... he basically what he does is he climbs under that truck. Yeah. He gets into the military base. Um, We commented that he was great at hiding, bad at running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he basically just like hikes up to the crash site. And yeah. starts taking pictures. Oh, of of the crash scene. Yeah, of the alien crash. And it's all foamed up. So it's guys in hazmat, silver hazmat suits. Yeah, which is real weird. Which is real weird. It's just, it's for mood, I guess. Yeah. Uh, someone ordered them, like, these would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's and try the, something new. And they're foaming up the place, and there's, like, some sort of craft. And then, uh, at, at this point, I thought two things. Number one... God, I hope Scully's in this one. <laughs> this was like 10 minutes of Mulder just gallivanting around. I'm like, oh. Like, where is Scully? Please. Seriously. Please. And number two is Mulder's taking pictures of all these guys in silver hazmat suits. And all I could think of is he's like going through an internal dialogue like, oh, now people will believe me. I have pictures of real aliens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but of course he gets caught. Yeah, and someone actually just brains him in the head with the butt end of a rifle. And I, okay, and I was thinking, again, two things. Number one, getting knocked out that much 
uh, is really bad for you. Oh, yeah. It can't be good. And he's been knocked out, like, I don't know, three, four times already in the span of nine episodes, ten episodes. Yeah. So he has permanent brain damage. <laughs> Probs. And number two, how many times has he been in jail? I would say, yeah, th- about the same three or four times, yeah. I think, by now. So he's been conked out and gone to jail. It's the same thing sort of thing. Happens to him a lot. They are not mutually exclusive. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so when we get back to Mulder, when he comes to, he is in dumb baby jail. <laughs> uh, set up by the military. And um, the there is another person in there. Yeah. And his name is Max. Yep. He's a real baby face type. And he has... He needs a comb. Yeah. He has long hair. He's got long hair. He's from NICAP. Which is not Newfon at any... It's not... It's What did it stand for? Like... National Investigative... NICAP. Coalition... A... Of Aliens and Predators. Oh. That's a good one. Thank you. (laughs) I have a good memory. He also had those really horrible, horrible glasses... And they're round, kind of like Harry Potter glasses. But when a guy like that wears those glasses, you know he is sitting at a coffee shop with his, like, iMac Air (laughs) talking about, like, Kafka and Lenin and, like, it's, ugh. Yeah. He's He's just, like, But he was okay. This guy, this guy was okay. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah. Uh, so he, um, he kind of talks Mulder's ear off. He's like, oh, I didn't know there was another, uh, group who was investigating this area. Uh, and he just, like, talks him, talks his ear off. And- yeah, and he's just like, who you with? And he's like, here's what I think happened, blah, 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 blah. And Mulder's like, well, why do you think it's an alien crash? And the guy's basically just like, well, why do you think that? <laughs> so, Mulder, I don't know what Mulder's, like... Mulder's thinking he's like, do I sound like that? Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> oh, shit. Is this what Scully hears when I talk? <laughs> yes. Yes, this is what everyone hears. <laughs> oh, or or he just is completely separated from the situation. He's like, well, this guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I I'm fine. I am normal. <laughs> Mulder, you're, 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 you're losing it. Mulder, you got props. You got, you're at baby jail and, and guess who has to bail you out? Yeah, this is the best part of the episode, yeah. I think, where the door opens the next morning and who should walk in, like, beautifully silhouetted in light, but oh. a, a fallen angel herself. Oh, Miss Scully. Our very own Scully. Scully mom. And uh, Mulder, he got some splaining to do. <laughs> Small mom. Small mom. Small. Small. <laughs> and, uh. and they have the conversation of, like, hey, okay, you have been pulling some shit and I'm along for the ride. You've pulled the Jersey Devil episode shit. You've pulled tons of shit. But this is, like, the shittiest thing you've oh, done. Oh, that's some shit. Yeah, you you risk everything. And she actually says, like, they want to shut down the X-Files. Yeah, and then... Um, and he's like, well, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, he, I think his, his uh, feelings on that were uh, basically, well, it's a, been a, it's a matter of time. Yeah, I guess they want to get rid of me anyway. So, uh, whatever. Which I thought he had... I didn't think they actually knew about him. I thought he had, like, an office space situation going on. <laughs> where he just, like was showing up to work and getting paid, but no one knew what he did sort I of thing. I think that's probably possible for the beginning of his career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, so I was I was surprised that they knew of him. <laughs> and that they're like, this guy's actually a problem instead of this guy's fucking harmless. Yeah. And, and, and Mulder is just shoot, like, just, I don't know. When, when you're in this sort of situation and Scully's trying to help you and they're going to shut, they're going to take your job, you're going to go to jail or whatever, like, he's just giving it to everyone. Like, yeah. this is a conspiracy and I know what I saw and that's not how you finagle the situation. No, you got to play it cool, bro. He is not, he is not cool. No, he is the least cool he person is, I've ever heard of. He is just, just. Uh, and, and Scully, you know, he says, oh, it's, I saw, I know what I saw and it's a conspiracy and it's not, um, a nuclear, nuclear waste dump from a train cause there's no train tracks. That's stupid. And Scully says, oh no, it's like a Liber- Libyan jet, a Libyan jet, a Libyan jet with a live warhead crashed 
and they're worried that the warhead's gonna there's gonna be radiation and everyone so they evacuated the town and that was the official yeah well not the explanation they gave the public no that's the official classified explanation yeah the classified ex that she knew i don't know how she knew but well, she's amazing and beautiful because so. she yeah she is uh <laughs> uh and and he's like, no, I know what I saw. It was a cover-up. Yeah, he's like, well, why are they out there, like, looking for the pilot? They wouldn't care that much about a Libyan pilot. Yeah. I, I am not buying it. Yeah, I think they, I'm not saying they would Well, care. I mean, we know, we saw that it was Predator. No, we know there. it's the Predator. So, yeah. <laughs> or a Predator. A, a Predator. There's more. Uh, what's the plural? Predators? Yes. Predidae? Predipodes. Predidoo. Predidoo. <laughs> Um, and we say it's the Predator because, uh, obviously they didn't want to put a guy in a gray alien suit because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, so they just use that kind of shifty, semi-invisible, uh, dealy that they use for, they used for that for the ghost yeah, in, uh, Shadows mm-hmm. and they kind of used it for, oh, uh, the space, space ghost. Oh yeah, space ghost is the coast to coast. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> Guys, if this is the first Double X-Files episode that you're listening to, stop right now and go back one and you got to listen to space. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh, so they've used this tactic before. Yeah. They've almost overused it. I want a guy in an alien suit, man. That would be pretty cool. I yeah. want a guy in a big rubber suit. I think that's <laughs> what I'm missing. So speaking of the alien uh, predator situation, the next thing we see is we go back to that laser fence out in the forest. That's that Mulder Catwoman threw. Yeah, and we see um, basically the predator like coming up against it and trying to break out, and then eventually he manages to break out. He just, he just runs kinda, right just, like runs it. across the road and into the ferns. Oh, and 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 this is a, another opportunity at the beginning. The colonel uh, was talking about. How, oh no, no, it was Deep Throat. Yeah. Was talking talking to Mulder before he sent him off on this large journey about how there's actually an electronic space fence. Oh yeah, yeah. That surrounds the United States. Now that was shocking to me. And and so that means that Ronald Reagan actually did establish the Star Wars program. Yeah, it does. Which, uh, is this an alternate universe in which that No, no, no. I hope it's up there. Oh, okay. I hope it's just still kicking around and it was like a secret. Oh, right? Rig. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be pretty cool. The Ronald Reagan, like, memorial Star Wars laser fence. <laughs> that would be awesome. So. So, so I was, as a historian, I was very happy to hear that that was... That, <laughs> that, was that went through. So that's how they kind of knew that the UFO, the, the government knew that the UFO was in the area because it broke the space fence. I guess that's what that girl was monitoring. The space fence. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, she's the one who is monitoring all those meteors that are yeah. hovering around. Um, so, yeah, our alien friend uh, went right through the electronic fence uh, yeah. that was trying to get... He gave her with his fish eye oh, lens. Oh, he really gave her, yeah. Um, um, and then we kind of come back to Scully and Mulder at a motel where Scully's like, no, we have to go back for your hearing because we're all going to get fired and it's terrible. Yeah. And Mulder's like, well, we're here. We might as well look around a little bit. <laughs> Uh, and Scully's like, that's exactly the opposite of what I just said. Are you listening at all? And Scully says, we have 24 hours to get back to D.C. And Mulder hears it as, oh, we have 24 hours to investigate that. Yeah. So he goes into um, he goes into his motel room and it's been trashed, full trashed. And he sassafrassed her. Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess the cleaning service hasn't been in yet. Which means he fucked up that place. <laughs> yeah, he really fucked it up. He rolling I can see him s- trashing a motel room. I could see him in, like, a blind rage watching one too many, like, really bad sci-fi movies, <laughs> just crying his eyes out naked and drunk. I was gonna say in a Snuggie, but okay. <laughs> I like He's the having a real, a real, like, Apocalypse Now moment. <laughs> like, at the beginning of Apocalypse Now, where he's you know, but, Martin Sheen was, like, actually real-life drunk, and he broke that mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only it was him crying. Only it's Mulder crying about aliens. Instead of, like, yeah, uh, actual things. Why don't you abduct me? <laughs> um. So, anyways, they hear some movement in the bathroom of, or the, some other part of the motel, and they go in, and they find fucking Nightcap yeah. stuck in the window like a chubby cat. Mad Max. Like his legs just kicking around. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. It was real cute. Derp, and derp. And apparently it comes out 
that this Max character knows Mulder yeah. and has been, like, tracking him. Yeah, he, he knows everything about him. And they go out uh, and... Oh, is it... Uh, yeah, it is in yeah. the hotel room that they talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he's been tracking him through, uh, I guess, their, like, travel expenses or public domain. Yeah, yeah, the Freedom of Information <laughs> Awesome. So it's like him and his crew, Max and the Alien Finder crew, like love Mulder. Like, these are the first fan fiction writers. Yeah. And they know Scully, too. Yeah, they say, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. And he's saying that because uh, she's a woman and he's never seen one before. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) What's this? And Skelly's so done. She's like, I'm getting right the F out of here. Oh, my God. But Mulder loves it. He's ear to ear smiling. He could not be happier. That there's a group who know him and love him. He's just like a fat cat in a bowl of pudding. Uh, A fat cat in a what? Bowl of pudding? Don't feed your cat pudding. Is not a thing? No? Okay. Why would you feed your cat pudding? Just thought it'd be cute. Are cats allergic to chocolate like dogs are allergic to chocolate? I don't have a cat, listeners. Well, I know. I know. She doesn't have... She's not feeding her cat pudding. Please don't write into us. Please don't write in and tell me I'm killing it. But you can tell us, um, listeners, if cats can eat chocolate. Can cats eat chocolate? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. If you're a cat and you fucking love chocolate the way Garfield loves lasagna... (laughs) Just write in. Also, use your little fuzzy little paws to tap a tap a tap on that keyboard. <laughs> or write us an email. <laughs> so help me God, if it just says meow, I will lose it. I will end you. <laughs> well, it's I I I mean I assume the same things that her dogs eat. It's her her cats <laughs> eat dogs. Eat dogs. And for that matter, you talk about lasagna. I don't think lasagna is good for cats either. Well, no, but Garfield was not a healthy cat. No, he was. He, I'm surprised he lived as long as he did. I mean, if you had to live with John Arbuckle every fucking day. <laughs> Do you think John was so sad that, like, he had multiple Garfields because they kept dying because he kept eating lasagna? But I w- he never mentioned it. I would say that's very feasible. There was, like, f- like, r- like the last season, there's, like, five Garfields. But I, he just never mentioned it. I think it. that's extremely feasible. Okay, excellent. How <laughs> do we hash that out? <laughs> This is going to be one of those episodes. (laughs) La, la, la. Um, Okay, so essentially they go back to Nightcap's trailer. And he is, uh, it's real cray in there. It's, I I don't know. I I actually asked you if you would want to put together a trailer like that and travel the world. Oh, I absolutely would. And by world, I mean North America, because I don't think we'd put it on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) We could try. Unless it turned into a boat. (gasps) <gasps> that sounds expensive yeah anyway <laughs> uh so he's got like a radio where he's tapped into all the uh, sort of police channels he always, yeah. he's got his finger on the pulse so to speak yeah um and scully happens to notice that he has a bunch of medication yeah and we find out later epilepsy but also she mentions probably schizophrenia yeah he has medication for both of those things yeah um so scully is right away is like okay, this weird guy, well, maybe something else is going on with him. But Mulder's like, here's a friend. Friend. Someone who lo-. And they just are looking at each other like, oh. Hearts in their eyes. I know. He some- finally has someone who understands him. Yeah. Which Max means that like, Max. Love me, senpai. <laughs> which means Max is going to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, the key plot element here is that Max plays them a recording of, um, that was over the radio when the cop got vaped yeah. in the forest. Yeah. And uh, he basically said, like, oh, there's something in here. Oh, oh let's see It's going to get me in my crotch. Uh, <laughs> That's then, exactly what he said. So they jump on that little tidbit and they go visit that cop's family who is in a shelter just outside of town because yeah. the whole town was evacuated. Because they thought it was a train that dumped a bunch of uranium, even though there's no tracks. Yes. People are stupid. Magic train. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he speaks to this this guy's uh, wife, and um, she is very upset, understandably. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, okay, ma'am, calm down, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> can you tell us what happened to your husband, ma'am? Uh, and basically, she's very upset because they won't, the government won't even release the body to her. Yeah. Uh, and we find out later why. Cause, Which, well, we find out, I think, immediately after why. Yeah, because all the bodies that are been taken from this sector have, uh, like, fifth-degree burns across 90% 90 of of their their bodies, bodies. which means what body parts aren't burnt? The dick? 
I guess so. If you wanna, if you wanna lowbrow this, I guess so. What were you gonna say? I don't know, like in between the toes. And oh, like... I wasn't sure if that was a real question or if it was um, oh. rhetorical. Sorry, I gotta distinguish what which are joke questions and which are actual <laughs> questions. I gotta distinguish that better. Oh, so anyways, they they find that out. But before they find that out, I want to mention that there is a moment where all these military guys are basically at SFU. Yes, um, you could tell from the brutalist architecture. Yep. Oh, and, so uh, depressing. So depressing. So utterly depressing. And I have to say that while these guys are spreading out looking for this predator, there is a significant jam happening. Jam. Like, the music in this scene. Oh yeah, I loved it. It was like, it's like some yeah, it's some electronic like. It was amazing. It really set the scene. And the 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 cinematography too was very low, like low angle, not Dutch angle. No, no, no. So it wasn't much, but but low angle, low angle. They went with the fisheye lens again for the alien walking around. That's that they have fisheyes, I guess. Yeah. And my favorite part was, here are these, like, soldiers, these Marines walking around SFU looking for this thing. And <laughs> we look through the uh, alien's point of, fisheye point of view, and the alien, like, walks up to one soldier and looks at him, and it's like, no, sir, not today. Today <laughs> you live. And then runs, bolts towards the next guy, and vapes his junk. Like, yeah, completely just in his face. Goes, I think they all get vaped, though. Do they, they all, all do? get brought in. I guess. I guess so. I guess no one was spared. No one was spared. From Everyone was Predator's vaped. sweet, sweet vaping action. <laughs> um, is that when the Mulder and Scully go to yeah, the hospital? This is when Mulder and Scully go to the hospital, and they meet a doctor with giant spectacles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we pretty much, he probably broke his glasses, and he had to borrow his mom's. Yeah. That's what it looked like. these are very enormous spectacles, yeah. you guys. I need you to know that. <laughs> I need you to know how big they were. <laughs> um, uh, and he says, yeah, he says the stuff about how they had burns or 90% of their body. He also said something was happening in their bodies that he called heat stiffening, which is the name <laughs> of my next album. And you can order the LP online. <laughs> what's, what's your title track? Um... <laughs> getting real warm down there <laughs> getting real swampy <laughs> getting real swampy real swampy situation swamp monster a swamp monster oh well look out for that on itunes soon yep <laughs> or write it for us <laughs> yeah also also you could do that you can write the write that for us uh yeah he says Mulder and Scully are asking him a bunch of questions about the cop that got vaped at the beginning. Uh, and he's like, look, these fascist pigs, basically. Yeah. The soldiers are telling me what's what, and I hate that. And I'm not supposed to tell you anything, but because I hate the soldiers more, I'm going to tell you basically everything. Are you sure this guy isn't the guy in a coffee shop, like, talking about Kafka and Lennon? <sighs> With mom glasses? Yeah. Well, maybe he's not talking about Kafka and Lenin. Maybe he's like more of a Durkheim sort of, sort of oh, situation yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, 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 that's fair. <laughs> he's more of an alternative, like. Uh, <laughs> um, and the thing, oh yeah, so this is when the um, the the doctor tells Mulder and Scully that the cop was completely burnt to a crisp. Yeah, he did not survive. Yeah, he and, did. Um, they're not releasing his body because aliens. Well, and also. It's burnt. Well, it, it's been Jake the Alligator Man. It's <laughs> super crispy. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and this is when the soldiers from SFU come in, and it's obvious that the alien had their, their way with them. Oh, yeah. It vaped them all. Oh, my God. Vaped them good. And this is, so, when, when they come in, first of all, the makeup's not great. No, it's ketchup. It's, it's like someone with a sponge just kind of sponged, stippled, I would say, red makeup on yeah. them. And maybe a little purple, like, around the eyes. Yeah. There was there was nothing kind of burn victim about him. I guess, and I guess it was a directorial choice that the burn victims were shown very shortly, like, flashing. Oh, very briefly, yeah. Because of how bad the makeup That's was. probably true. Um, and I think... I think you said last episode about 
the budget problems. Yeah. What was? Can you remember what that was? The about last episode. About- oh yeah, in the le- the previous episode, they had intended to make they had intended to make it a very low budget bottle episode, but it ended up being the most expensive episode of the season. So it seems like at this point, I don't know how many more episodes are this season, but at this point, they're basically out of money. Yeah. (laughs) We're halfway through. They're out of cash. (laughs) So I'm excited to see what else is. So the A, they use the same um, technique, the same uh, shots as the Jersey, or no, as the Space Ghost and as the Ghost in Shadows, they used for this alien to kind of recycle it. And B, they stipple on red Probably acrylic craft paint. Yeah. <laughs> onto yeah, these the burn victories. Don't yeah. go to the hobby lobby. Don't, don't go to the hobby. There. Don't shop there. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the other thing was oh, problem number two I had with this was when they brought the victims in on gurneys or like those things, <laughs> they were bouncing the shit out oh, of them. Oh, they were just chucking them around. <laughs> it was like shake and bake and they helped. <laughs> it was awful. And problem number three was my <laughs> biggest problem. I love this part. Was was when the doctor is coming around to all the patients is like don't worry you know whatever we'll help you but instead of just saying it's from a safe distance because these guys have skin hypothetically hanging off their their bodies and it's five degree burns fifth degree burns the doctor presses Mm -hmm. his hand upon this burn victim's chest pressing in burnt fabric to burnt flesh yeah it's a real bad move and, without a glove on yeah first a, of all oh my god i, I think i scream why are you touching him <laughs> you definitely did uh so that was my i think that was those are my only issues really yeah i think oh, so wow. okay i don't think i had i i like this episode well that's good the, it was just very silly. It was pretty silly. It yeah. was pretty silly. There's some stuff. Um, uh, so the doctor's kind of like, okay, well, I have to help these guys. And the colonel is there and he's like, get these two motherfuckers out of here. And he's talking about Mulder and Skelly. He's yeah. like, arrest them and get them out of here. And um, our friend, Dr. Big Glasses, is like, well, Skelly's a medical doctor. Yeah. So Did I you really, hear this? A medical she doctor. She is a medical doctor. She's not a veterinarian. No. Uh, and I need all the help I can get. So she stays. And the colonel's like, oh, fine. I guess so. Well, he's not a very good fascist, is he? No, he's not a good fascist. Um, and uh, Mulder's like, well, I guess I'll just scoot then. And so I'm going to go hang out with my friend Max. Yeah, he goes to find Max. But Max is not doing so good. No, we, uh, yeah, but we find Max on the floor where he's having a seizure. Yeah. Um, and so Mulder, I don't know what Mulder does exactly. He kind of holds him. He just kind of holds not him. Not even, not even in the safety position for seizing. Yeah, no. It was, it's just literally like curled up on his back. Yeah. So not it's great. really weird. Yeah, not great, like seizure. The position. FBI agents would have some. A first aid training? <laughs> yeah. No, remember we discussed this. He was, instead of going through FBI training, he was eating those little, like, alien head popsicles that you get, <laughs> yeah. that you get off the, like, um, ice cream truck. Oh, yeah, with the, the bubblegum gumball. Yeah, yeah, that's all he was doing. Yeah. That's all he was doing. I used to love the Tasmanian Devil ones. They were cherry cola flavored. Cherry cola? Yeah. My favorite were the Ninja Turtle ones. That's fair. But I was, was disappointed because <gasps> it was always Raphael. Do you knock something? It's your water bottle. It's okay. Okay, don't worry about it. We can cut that. <laughs> uh, my 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 favorite were the Ninja Turtle ones, but I was always disappointed because I'm pretty sure it was always Raphael. Oh, yeah. And my favorite were Michelangelo, but I was a dope, so I kept like buying them in hopes that it was Michelangelo. <laughs> but every single time it was Raphael, well, and I make the one guy. I I couldn't wrap that concept around. I was six. I had a loony, and I, like, hope to God every time, ah, Michelangelo, but no, only Raphael. That's some shit. Yeah, I was very disappointed. Like, and I I thought, oh, and and next time it'll be different, and Michelangelo is going to be orange-flavored instead of this this shitty, like, cherry-flavored shit that I get, but no. No, of course not. (laughs) I had a very depressing childhood, I guess. That's very sad. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, yeah, so Max... Had a seizure. Yeah, he kind of comes to and he says, like, it's fine. I've yeah, I shouldn't go to the hospital, which is bullshit. Yeah, he says, I've had epilepsy since I was 10. I don't need to go to the hospital. Which, which is bullshit. Is bullshit. Yeah. And also, he was very, um, 
put together for someone who had just had a seizure. Yes, he was. He was very, very like alert. later on, he kind of passed out, which I don't think it's, I don't know if it's safe to do either. I don't, I I don't know if it's like, it's sketchy to me. Yeah. Not, not knowing very much about epilepsy. That seems sketchy. It to seems me. like you shouldn't a leave a person alone. Yeah. And B may leave them alone while they're sleeping. Like, I don't know. But anyway, Mulder is not a medical doctor, so he doesn't know shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, what, yeah. What, what does, what does, what's the purpose of this? The purpose of this scene is that when Mulder puts uh, Max down on the bed uh, and Max passes out or falls asleep or what have you, uh, Mulder notices the small incision behind his ear. Oh, that's yeah. That's kind of L-shaped. Because Max kind of mentioned, like, this happened to me, sorry, when I was 10. Yeah, and I would black out, and I would wake up, and I wouldn't know where I was. Yeah. So that's kind of triggering Mulder into, like, oh, no, and the And aliens. the doctors, and the doctors, like, don't know why this happened, and maybe I got head trauma, but I never really hit my head. Yeah. And, of course, Mulder says aliens. Yeah. He says he's immediately got an alien boner. Everything, everything is aliens. Yeah. Everything is aliens. Like, someone drank half his Coke, aliens. Aliens. Someone, um, someone, uh lost one of his socks well that would be ghosts that's obviously ghosts. <laughs> that's not aliens there that's there's no explanation for that but ghosts, ghosts. <laughs> i love how we call back to other episodes so <laughs> our listeners have to listen to all our episodes <laughs> otherwise you might not get a joke <laughs> if you want to listen to that joke go to episode blah 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 shadows <laughs> I don't know what episode it is. It's okay. Um, so Mulder gets real in-depth with this weird scar, and by the time Scully gets back from the hospital, he's pulled up his case file of people with similar scars. There's only two of them. They're both women. Yeah. Uh, and they lived a 100 of miles apart. Uh, and he says, well, this is a clear sign of, like, an abduction. Um, and-, <laughs> and Scully's like, I have been like for hours dealing with people who are like on the cusp of death and like their skin and their boots have fused together and this is the most horrific thing ever and she comes back to the hotel room and Mulder's like rough night oh my god he's the worst (laughs) I hate this guy he's like Like, I want to choke you right now oh my god Oh man, <laughs> a rough night. While well, the doctor kept touching the patient, so yes, it was pretty. <laughs> I had rough. to pull his hands off everybody. He got stuck. He got fused. Oh, that'd be awful. Oh boy. Um, and then well, they get into another argument, right? Yeah, about Max. Okay, because he says Max has this scar. Yeah, blah blah blah. And then Scully says something about I'm not sure if this is exactly in the scene, but she says, "Well, Max is a gypsy, a nomad." And we're no. both just like was Mo- she didn't say that. I think Mulder said that. What is it? Did he say that? Yeah, I think he. Well, said whoever it. said it, we were both just like, oh, you can't, you can't say that. Yeah, I think Mulder said it because he's very insensitive to everything. <laughs> he thought he thought a homeless woman was a Bigfoot. That's that's very <laughs> <Okay>. true. <laughs> I can't get over that. I can't get over that. She thought a homeless woman who obviously needed medical and psychological help was a Bigfoot. He, he genuinely <laughs> thought she was a Bigfoot, and he said. And I quote, she's beautiful. <laughs> Once again, friends, go listen to episode blah, 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 the Jersey Devil. <laughs> it's not about the Jersey Devil. It's not. Don't get excited. <laughs> if you don't understand these jokes, please do, because that also is a is a treat. Yes. Um, um, so we, uh, what's happening? Mulder is packing up his stuff and Scully, uh, cause they have to go back for yeah. the, the hearing yeah. and Scully's like, okay, uh, you pack up. I'll go check on Max. Yeah. Though. They, oh yeah. Cause they have to go. Cause the whole thing is like, um, they have this hearing cause yeah. Mulder did something illegal and he might get fired. So Scully is trying to mom him into going back to Washington, D.C. To at least get fired in person. Yeah, at least, like, at least just get his pink slip and clean his desk up. Um, clean all his slides. Yeah, get rid of his several projectors. <laughs> um, uh, and, and she goes, okay, well, I'll look at Max if we can go on the plane. And I want to point out that, okay, throughout this episode and throughout many episodes, Mulder has been insufferable. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, he had, I think he, we had a soft spot for him maybe one episode out of ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah, that one where it was, like, real sympathetic to him because his sister died. Oh, was that con? Or was abducted, I don't or know. Or I don't know. Um, okay. And conduit. she, oh, conduit. Uh, go watch that episode, guys. Episode blah, blah, blah. And... <laughs> I'm just going to dumb it in so it's like five. <laughs> Please do that. I'm not. It's my, too much time. It's my voice and then suddenly your voice. <laughs> it's like three. <laughs> it's episode 27. <laughs> uh, uh, and my point is, Scully is, I don't know, we had this talk about is Scully having a soft spot for Mulder yet? Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of this episode, when she yet again had to get her, him out of jail, I thought she was fucking done with him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this point, if she feels like symp- sympathy, if if this is all sympathy, I or, think she's or just why. thinking like like I just gotta get this guy back so because but she's he might lose his job, but she doesn't want to lose her job. And right I know, now, but she probably- is her job. Yeah, she is. Uh, but I feel she would be somewhat safe. Yeah. Like, she, if she wasn't on the X-Files, she is a medical doctor. She'd be used somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, she's got backup skills. She, she'd she be used somewhere else. In the, so I don't know if this is, like, this, like, Mulder is a hurt puppy and I want to uh, save. I don't. Because th- when you say that word. I know, it you feels say those gross. Words, like, bile rises <laughs> in my throat. I know. Well, that's why I wanted to have this conversation because I'm worried that's what this is. I want to know Scully's motivation for helping Mulder at this point in time. Yeah, I would like to know that as well. Unfortunately, I don't have an answer on that. Okay. Um, please write in. Uh, okay. Actually, I want to hear from all y'all Scully Mulder shippers out there. Yeah. Please. Like, we're, I know we're already at episode 10, but I just, I don't see the motivation yet. Maybe, maybe we're going to get more sympathetic with him later, but I just, like... It just seems like Mulder is a ticking time bomb and... He's just dragging her down. He is just dragging her down. And I... Hopefully later on it's like more of a mutual thing, but it just... It just bums me out. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I get that. It bums me out. Sorry, shippers. But if you are, please write to us because I need to understand. I need to understand that side of it. And I need to know that Scully is a strong, strong woman and that this is not just her like... Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make him better. I'm going to heal this little puppy. Him. Yeah, I don't want that. Again, that vile so in my throat. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, so write in uh, uh, if you love Scully Mulder. If you ship them, uh, please let us know. And no, let me know why. I need to understand. I will not make fun of you. I really need to learn about this. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, so where were we? Max um, gets visited by the alien. Yeah, and there is another alien craft in the vicinity. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a meteor. It's a meteor. That's hovering. It's hovering over a small town in Wisconsin. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I guess it's just the alien's pickup. Yeah, it's their pickup ship. Yeah, it's their Uber. <laughs> <laughs> the alien ship has a little mustache on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they visit Max. Yeah. And uh, his ears start to bleed. Yeah. And um, now it's not inside Max. It's just kind of controlling Max. Yeah. Is I it, don't know why. I, here's what I don't understand. Is yeah. it controlling him? Well, Did he get up of his own volition? I think that it's like a, I want to say like it's a radio signal in his brain. And it's making him. And it's just going, go inside. Do this. Do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do and it's so annoying that you're like, okay. So he just has to do it. So he just has to. But do it's it. not like the alien is physically entering him. No, because later on, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that there's a fan fiction out there like that though. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Please write in. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I feel like um, in one of the scenes where the last scene where it's Mulder and Max, the the soldier says that he sees a third. Yeah. Heat signature. Yeah, which is the predator. Which is the predator. So it's not like the predator entered Max. I think it's just this It's weird just like following that... him around as he is controlled. Yeah. I don't know why it needs him. No, that's my question about the entire episode is what the fuck is it about? Like... Like, I understand the plot, but, okay. but why is it happening? Well, why does anything happen, Allison? Well, you don't have to answer my <laughs> questions. 
why why is Max involved specifically? Yeah. Why is Max involved and what do they want him for and what's going on? I think Max is just a tool to let Mulder get that piece of this is a piece of evidence that I So it's just it doesn't mean anything then. Well, I guess it's like a little piece a little treat for Mulder to keep going. Oh, like a little like a little Scooby snack. Yeah. I think it's like I wouldn't say it's a linchpin character. No. Like but without Max, I don't think they would have... I mean, how would they have investigated it further? I'm sure... Oh, no, I'm not saying, like, why is it important to the story? Oh, oh, oh. I'm saying, like, why do the aliens want him? I just, like, I feel like... Yeah, that is that is a weird part. One thing that is never explained in these alien episodes is what is the alien's motivation? <laughs> So it's like we're just led to believe the aliens are just this collection of dudes out there in space just, like, doing whatever they want for no reason. Or maybe they have reasons, but we don't get to know them. Well, that's the whole, like, if we knew their motivation, they wouldn't be scary, A, and B, like, this wouldn't be a TV series. Well, it just rubs me the wrong way. Okay. Well, maybe at one point they'll interview an alien. I hope so. Okay. Uh, but it has to be a guy in a gray suit, in a gray alien suit. Yeah, it does, it like spandex, to. like the, it like the green man. It has to, yeah. Um, um, cool. I think that at this point, it's like, that's what makes it spooky. I mean, that's what makes aliens spooky in itself, like real life. I guess that, that makes sense, Like, yeah. A, why are you taking people, if there's alien abductions, why is it? And how do they choose people? And what are they doing? And what are they them? doing? And it's just so random that it's so frightening. So it's, it's the spooky factor. It is, is the why spooky they don't factor. I mean, the unexplained, this is, the, that's what it's all about, the unexplained. And that's what makes it scary. We are getting really deep. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. We'll talk more about poop jokes later, I promise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I think that's it. Okay, I appreciate that yeah. point of view. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's what scares the shit out of me about aliens anyway. Yeah. Like, that's why I literally sleep with, like, a shirt over my head because I don't want to wake up and open my eyes and there's, like, something standing over me. Oh, my God. Was that too much? Was that too much sharing? I don't no. know. <laughs> no, it's just a terrifying thought. Yeah, now yeah. I'm going to sleep with a shirt over my head. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, you don't know why they're there or who they take or whatever. And that's what's terrifying okay. about it. And I think the randomness of it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's finish this bad boy. Okay, let's finish this bad boy. Uh, so Scully goes in to find... Uh, Max, and he's not there, but there is blood on his sheets because he's on his period. He's on his menses. Uh, his mansies. <laughs> and um, so then we see, we hear over the scanner as Mulder and Scully get in there and they're like, what's going on? Uh, we hear over the scanner that there's a weird guy hanging around the waterfront. There's a disturbance of the waterfront. At the, so, at the, uh, the, yeah, the soldier area, designated yeah. area. And Mulder's like, we gotta go. And Scully's like, no, you're hearing. And Mulder's like, my hearing's just fine. I guess so. I heard that over the radio. And and I'll we'll just sum it up real quick. Uh Scully Mulder finds Mulder and Scully find Max. Yeah. And Mulder's like, Scully, you go cover my back. Even though you're a medical doctor and Max is obviously not doing so well. Why don't you go outside? Yeah. Where she immediately gets arrested. She gets arrested. The soldiers are surrounding them. Um uh, and this is where that soldier with the heat signature thing sees three bodies. Yeah. So Predator, Max, and, and Mulder. Mulder. Uh, and then it just turns out that uh, Predator decides to abduct uh, Max. Yeah, and a big blue beam of light just takes him right up to the mothership. Oh, yeah. And he they the alien also, like, blasts Mulder across the room. Too. Yeah, and Mulder breaks his leg. Oh, yeah, he breaks his leg. I, <laughs> I was like, why, why did the alien not vape Mulder? Well, because he's the star. He's the chosen one. I hope not. Oh my god! In the in the in the Mulder in the Mulder like, uh, in the alien forums they have like the alien Reddit that they use out <laughs> in space. They're all chatting about this Mulder guy. R slash Mulder. <laughs> the the predator aliens like guys. You would never never guess what happened to me today. I met him. Um, um, so that happens. So Max gets abducted. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And, and Mulder sees, sees it, but Scully doesn't, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and. They go back for the hearing. They go back for the hearing. And Scully. Oh, they, there was some really cool camera work. Yeah, actually. In the hearing. It, it was. was very, uh, Twin Peaks-esque. It was really cool. Yeah, I liked it. Um, 
Scully very meekly, unfortunately, kind of tries to Defend save them. Yeah, and then Mulder rampages in. Is like oh, the- just shouts at oh, everyone. Oh my god! So he doesn't care. No, he's just shouting about aliens and conspiracies he like a madman. Like if you don't want to help yourself, why should Scully help you? Yeah. That's right? my que- that's my question. That's this whole like uh, I don't know how they end up together because obviously Mulder doesn't care enough to help anyone, and I understand that she's even a- himself. I'm uh, and and obviously he has problems, and if you have a friend who who has those issues, you yeah. do want to stick with him. That's and true. This, that maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe she's actually she understands that he has massive depression or anxiety <laughs> or whatever, and so he's like she's like okay, I'm gonna help you. Maybe that's it. That makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> she's a she's a depression ally. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, maybe that's okay. Well, maybe I talked myself out of that one. That's okay. <laughs> Stamp that one up for the good guys. Uh, okay. And then <laughs> the ending is where um, Deep Throat... Oh, the guy who wants to fire Mulder is in a huff. Yeah, he's in a real huff and puff. And walks through SFU and meets Deep Throat... And Deep Throat basically says, well, you can't fire Mulder because we want to keep our friends close but our enemies closer. Mm-hmm. Meaning they don't like Mulder. They don't like what he's uncovering. Yeah. But if they were to fire him, it would be all out in the public. Yeah. But if we keep him on payroll, then he kind of has to s- stay within the limits of the FBI. So that's a big plot point here is that Deep Throat is actually not on Mulder's side where as Mulder thinks this guy's really out there to help Or him. I still think uh as I mentioned before Deep Throat is Mulder's dad and he's just trying to make sure his son has a job. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. That was one of my ongoing predictions. <laughs> we shall see. Okay. Um, and just a, a hot tip. When we say SFU, uh, we mean Simon Fraser University. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a university here in Vancouver. It's in up, Burnaby. It's up on the Burnaby Mountain. And it's very famous because it has very, very archaic uh, architecture that's very depressing. Yes. And it doesn't actually help that it's on the top of the mountain in one of the rainiest places in the country. So it's depressing all the goddamn time. Yes, it is not a great... Well, I mean, I'm sure the people that go to school there like it. If you go to SFU, tell us about... Yeah, how um, does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? And do you see aliens at night? And do they abduct you? Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I don't know what time... Do we have time for a little bit of a thingy thingy? Uh, I think if it's real quick, we do, but we should rate the episode. Oh, yeah, we gotta rate the episode. Um, I like this episode... On the spooky scale, it's middle of the ground. Um, I'd say three out of five spooky scale. Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe 2.5. It's not too, too spooky, but I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Uh, not compared to the abomination of space, uh, which just made me confused and angry. This one was an alien episode. It was cool. I liked it. Nice. Okay. How much rage did you feel, Allison? Uh, I would say I'm a little under... Uh, maybe like a, what's the angriest? One or ten? Angriest is ten. Okay. Think of it as a volume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I give it a four. Okay. Because it didn't make me that angry, but I feel like things could have been cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently the next episode is the angry episode. Yeah. The next episode, uh, when I first watched it, I went on like a 20 minute rant about it to um, my roommates and they thought it was hilarious i'm very excited so we'll see i don't know some of the ones that we've watched already made me angry the first time but this time watching them i'm like okay i think the reason it made me so angry the first time is because i like thought this show was supposed to be good um (laughs) but if you look at it through another lens true with me seeing it for the first time my fresh fresh baby eyes maybe if you look at it through a fish eye or you just (laughs) tilt it and do a dutch angle no never dutch angles All Dutch angles. All the time. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm going to do my little bit, um, my little personal X-Files thing real quick. Cool. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Last night, uh, I can't believe my voice is still with me, I went to the Foo Fighters. Awesome. Which is super cool. Dave Grohl is still on his sweet throne because he broke his leg. <laughs> um, but I bought a really cool t-shirt that has UFOs on it. Um, you can see it on our Facebook page and be super jealous. <laughs> but And then I realized that um, 
a lot of people don't really know what are actual Foo Fighters, so I thought I would like kind of go through that. Cool, because they're really neat. Um, there, it's hard to find information on them because when you Google search Foo Fighters, you know what comes up usually the band, which is very good. If you don't listen to the Foo Fighters, listen to the Foo Fighters. Hey, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Um, but the term Foo Fighter was actually um, a ally, uh, usually some mostly American term. Um, in World War II, used uh, by pilots who, over in Europe, would encounter strange clusters of lights while flying. Um, Now, this can be usually attributed to, like, they have been flying for a long time, they're under stress, uh, maybe they are seeing things that, maybe searchlights, etc. But it's, it's not just allied fight fighter pilots it was german it was on the ground uh it was very highly publicized and it even got so far as to going into the new york herald um overseas so this was really like a popular thing to um look for so it usually was um at night and um it would be a group of of fighter pilots flying usually over germany and uh or over france when it was taken over and there would be clusters of lights and they were flying fast over in the sky and they couldn't these pilots couldn't really register them um as airplanes because they were flying so fast they weren't really on the radar um but they were something and they were and they were countlessly um numbered uh people assumed that it was like a secret german secret German weapon or, or secret German plane. Hmm. Um, but the cool thing about that is the Germans saw them too. So, <laughs> so and it came out kind of after, like, what what the hell are these things? Um, people say, like, the, the, official, the official word from the Army or Air Force was A, uh, ice. Hmm. I guess. Just the, the episode or? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, banya, yeah. banya, uh, like ice per- particles, and so when cool. like there's searchlights that it bows off, or uh, Saint Elmo's fire, which is uh, electrified balls of lightning that are floating around, That's terrifying. Which is uh, I don't know, it's a real phenomenon, mm-hmm. but but I guess it shouldn't happen that often. So. Um, that's what actual Foo Fighters are. That's uh, pretty cool. That's where the Dave Grohl gets their name. And they're kind of a big section of UFO history that um, is really cool. Uh, so if you want to look into it, um, there's a book called Man-Made UFOs. Um, 50 Years of Suppression. <laughs> uh, so it's really wacko, but uh, it goes into, it goes into what... Um, Maybe the Germans made something that they're hiding. Uh, those darn Germans. Uh, <laughs> or, or what they actually were. Um, and actually, it's kind of cool. Maybe I'll talk about this later. But at that period, there were man-made saucers. that I know especially the the Germans, the Nazis were experimenting with. And the Ooh. Canadians, too. Oh, we got to talk about were that. Expen- were like floating discs. That's what they were experimenting with. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's your history lesson for today, guys. So check out um, the Foo Fighters, the band, yep. but also Foo Fighters, the World War II UFOs. Yep, check out both. So the more you know. Okay, it's time for predictions. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay, here is the title of Season 1, Episode 11. Eve. Mm. And, and this is, again, the one that everyone freaks out about. Well, I don't think everyone freaks well, out about when it. I, when I tell people we do an X-Files rewatch. Do they? And they say, have you gotten to Eve? They do freak yes. out about it. I thought it was just me. No, no, no. That I get We really do have a couple other friends and I do have a couple other. Oh, did you get to this episode? Oh, so God. I'm sorry. You're saying you do have other friends? Well, if I did, they would <laughs> talk about Eve. Um... So I, I actually, they want to tell me a lot about this episode, but I'm like, no spoilers, guys. Good call. Uh, so I actually have no idea what happens. But Eve is biblical. It seems to have captured people. 
Oh, you mean the the, the episode, name. the new that Eve Eve is biblical. Uh, I <laughs> I want to go uh, Bigfoot esque. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first the first missing link. Um, I'm gonna go woman with um magical regenerative properties okay so she's like a starfish interesting you cut yeah. one off it grows right back yeah so maybe she's like murdered at the um beginning of the episode but then she like comes back and is like well you were just murdered who's this person but it's her because she can regenerate her head oh that's or cool. maybe if you chop her in half it makes two of them that would be neat yeah that's what I'm gonna log. I think my, I think my streak of predict correct predictions is over. I think it might be. I think you had some real softballs in the first few episodes. <laughs> yeah, I was given the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I'm like well, the Jersey Devil, but that wasn't right. Nope. But I think, ice and space. I think nailed. the. I think the best one was ice. I think that one was a. I, that one you were scarily accurate. Yeah, I was really accurate. Yeah. Um, this one I don't know. I'm going to say it's a woman with uh, freakish regenerative properties. Cool. Uh, so kind of Monster of the Week-esque. And I don't know, murder, and then she shows up again, and then she's murdered again, and then she shows up again. She just never dies. Hey, that's a lot of murder, and I'm down with it. Okay, we're down with murder. Uh, you heard it here, folks. Okay, guys, um, we cannot wait to see this notorious episode, so make sure you stay tuned. We um, broadcast every Tuesday. You can go to doublexfiles.com to download our episodes. You can go to doublexfiles on Facebook, on Twitter, and then our Tumblr is... Fuck yeah, Double X Files. Oh, yeah, so make sure you stay tuned, guys, because yeah. this roller coaster is just about to slide down the roller coaster track. <laughs> and don't forget you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com please talk to us we're so emotionally needy yeah we we have we we have needs too <laughs> yes we do <laughs> uh okay guys until then remember the, the truth, truth is out, out there. there beep